0: Numbers, 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 chapter 23, uh, verses 18 to 24, Numbers, Numbers, 18, Num- 23, 18, uh, then Balaam, Uh, become familiar with that name, Balaam. Uh, Balaam was a seer. Uh, He was also somewhat of a soothsayer. There are times when there is a struggle in a human person between two gifts. And two worlds. That's why it's very, very important uh, that your Bible says, try the spirits. Because just because it's right on Tuesday, doesn't mean it's right on Thursday. The same tongue that blesses is anointed also to curse. In a true fivefold ministry office gift. In their countenance is blessing, in their smile is joy, and in their frown is cursing. This has always been and will forever be true. Balaam, a seer, a somewhat of a mystic, walking between two worlds. Balaam took up his second oracle. Uh, He would have actually four oracles. Combined, four prophecies, uh, four words. He took up his oracle and said to Balak, Balak now of that group of Moab and Ammon were coming against Israel. Balak wanted to overthrow Israel, both Northern and Southern kingdoms. But he needed help. So he went to the prophet. Everybody do this, (laughs) air quotations. The prophet. A lot of times I see folks introduced as the prophet and I go, the prophet. Balaam is recruited, if you will, by Balak to curse Israel. And so they built seven altars. They put the fire on the altar. They shed the blood on the altar. And Balaam went away To be in the presence of God, Jehovah, there to inquire what he should say back to Balak concerning the cursing of Israel. Here was the response. Rise up, Balak, and hear. Listen to me, son of Zippor. God is not a man. Now try not to shout because you missed it right there. Because if there's anything really, really good, 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 good about the God, God, God you serve is that he's not a man, man, man. I want you to give him glory that he's not a man. Come on, give him glory. Men will lie to you. Men will curse you. Men will damn you. Men will deny you, men will attempt to persuade you, but God is not a man that he should lie. If you got book on it and the book is right and they are wrong, it will be true and cannot lie. If he said you're healed, you're healed. If he said you're blessed, you're blessed. If he said you're preserved, you are preserved. Give him praise. Give him glory. I'm just reading this now. Let's try again. God is not a man. All right, Elder Lowe, you're going to have to help him this time. God is not... See, some of you can't relate to God because you had a bad relationship. Some of you can't relate to God because you never had a daddy. Some some of you can't relate to God because you had a daddy that abused you. That's why you think it's okay for that man you got now to abuse you. But I'm here to tell you, God's about to preserve you. God is not a man. That he should lie. That he should repent. Has he said? Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and he will not make it good? I have a prophetic word for everyone in this building today. Every word of that Bible prophetically belongs to you and will come to pass exactly as it is written. Beyond that, any true prophetic word ever uttered over your life will not fall to the ground. It will come to pass. Claim it. It's preserved. I can't help it, y'all. Every word ever spoken over you is preserved. That's the reason Jesus was able to say, for the joy that was set before me, I endured the cross because David said concerning me, that he would not leave my soul in hell nor suffer his darling to seek corruption. And for thousands of years, that uttered prophetic word waited. It waited while he was born of that virgin in a barn because that's where a lamb ought to be born. That word waited while he walked into his public ministry at 30 years of age. And then at 33, that word still waited. What do you mean? He won't leave my soul in hell. Look at me writhing in my own blood. Look at me suffering and sighing. Watch me as I'm crying and dying. And preacher, you want to tell me that the word will come to pass? Hold on now. On the third day, the stone got rolled away. I dare you to get on your feet and rejoice and shout Because your word is waiting. My word is preserved. My word is waiting. He said it heal me and I shall be. What is the devil going to do with a bunch of people that know they shall have it? Give me that, we are afflicted but not cast down, what's that, I'm hearing that, get it. From. Just pray in the Holy Ghost, God's doing something, what's happening in you is greater than what's happening to you right now. Just begin to say it, I'm being preserved, I'm being preserved, my eyesight's being preserved. When I go back to the doctor for my eye examination, I'm believing it's going to be better, not worse. Well, I'm getting older. Go ahead. I'm getting younger. I'm preserved. You find it? Can you see it? Where is it? But we have this preservative in earthen vessels. Do you know that this is preservative? This, your Bible says, is medicine. We have a distinguished doctor on the front row. If I need blood pressure medicine, doctor, which I don't, but if I did, I would need to take it every day. I would need to take it at the same time every day. To give the medicine its optimum opportunity. That's a reason I take a double dose three times a day. The words that I say to you are. Spirit, and they are life. Who will a to a come an eye of this ever pass away? Then why are you? You don't have to die sick. I don't have a key to anything around here. I can't even get into my own area of the building without calling somebody. And When I call them and they answer, I say, Beam me up, Scotty. (laughs) What does that mean? Let me in. I intend to go over one day, sit down, and say, Beam me up, Jesus. I'm ready now. I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I'm ready. This word, is a preservative. It will preserve your mind. It will preserve your peace. It will preserve your joy. and it'll make your spirit strong as a lion. Let me hear you roar! We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power it's from God and not from ourselves. We are troubled on every side. I need some deacons. Hey, God. Turn turn elders' mic on. Out here where I can hear it. We're going to try this again. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Uh, 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 we are troubled on every side. Yeah. Yet not distressed Yet yeah, not distressed We are perplexed But we are not cast down We are persecuted But persecuted. we are not forsaken not We are cast down, cast down But we are not destroyed Not destroyed Ah! Blue-eyed lion, I speak life, 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 life. I speak life, 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 life. Find yourself somewhere and glorify him. your praise is a preservative your praise is clearing out your arteries right now your praise is washing your blood right now your praise is giving you hope right now take him at his word believe him, trust him he is hastening yeah, 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 yeah. Your word, O oh God, is forever settled in heaven. Have you not said it? Shall you not do it? You hasten after your word to perform it. Have you not said it? Shall you not do it? Your word will accomplish everything you sent it into the earth to do. Have you not said it? Will you not do it? You said you'd heal the blind. Have you not said it? Will you not do it? You said you were Jehovah Rapha, my healer. You said, I am healed. And I am whole. You said you were wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was laid upon you. And with your stripes I was, and I am healed. You said you would preserve me. Have you not said it? Will you not do it? He said, Whatsoever you will ask the Father in his name, he will give it to you. Let me me deal with the religious element. Well, but now, Brother Rod, uh, that only means if we ask according to his will. You have the emphasis on the wrong syllable. He did not say, if it's his will, he will answer you. He said, it's his will to answer you. If that's not true, how did Israel ask for a king when God said knew better and said they shouldn't have one, but gave him one anyway, he's obligated to. That's the reason you run around telling everybody how sick and depressed you are and God's obligated to see to it that your words come to pass. I'm afraid. So God lifts his protective covering. and says, okay. We are snared, not by his words, but by the words of our own mouths. For in the tongue is both blessing and cursing, life and death. Speak life. Oh, Jesus. This is the confidence, steadfast trust and assurance that you and I have in him this very day, that if we ask anything, Anything. comma, according to his will, he hears us, comma. God, that rides the wild wings of the morning, hastens after, his word from your mouth to perform it. And it's very simple anyway. He left you 1,166 pages of his will. Pray it. I can pray for two hours at least Without saying anything but his word, remind ye me of the words I have spoken to you, says the Lord. Why do you think your words are so important? His words through you. Uh. And we know that whatsoever we have requisitioned of him is granted for our immediate possession. That sounds like a little putty cat. That sounds like a little putty cat. Yeah. Ah! Then Jesus said, whatever you ask me, I will do it so that our father may be glorified in me. What a power. What a glory, what a blessing, what a joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Be seated, please. I'm going to very quickly give you a couple of things that I pray God will allow me to bring back on next Sunday when so many more of our family can be here because I think it's important for as many of us as possibly can to hear it. Elkhart online here in Columbus. Listen to what he says. Shall he not make it good? Behold uh, verse 20 I have received a command to bless. No man can curse what God has blessed. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Greater is he that is within us than he that is in this world, if in it two of us agree. Touching anything that we shall ask, it shall be done for us. Hear the word of the Lord. i got to get through this. Has he not said it and will he not do it? Verse 21. Verse 20. He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob. Stop! Stop bringing up your infidelities, your indiscretions, your mistakes your ingratitude your spirit of slothfulness stop bringing up your past sins which he has forgotten it is an insult to his blood Have you asked him once to forgive you? Whatever it is. Be zealous therefore and repent. This is not Roman Catholicism. We don't save up our sins to make an appointment with a man to confess them. The moment the Holy Spirit quickens our spirit repent be zealous repent be zealous repent and never bring it up again in so doing your bible teaches you crucify him afresh got to get to the end of this. It's just the text. Behold, I've received a command. I need you to know that 2,000 years ago, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. At that very moment, He refuses to observe your iniquity. He did it under the old covenant. Israel was as backslidden as she could be. And Judah the same. But God said through this halfway prophet. He blessed them. I can't curse them. He refuses to acknowledge their iniquity. What does that mean? That's grace, baby. What does that mean? It means they deserved and the prophet knew it. And Balak knew it, and Israel knew it, and God knew it. But he willed not to hold it against them and bless them. How much more under the blood? Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay, I'm losing you now. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him. Shout, our God is with us. Here it comes. And the shout of a king is among them. That doesn't mean you're the king that's shouting. That means you are shouting in the presence of the king that made it possible. God brings them out of Egypt. Shove your neighbor and say, I'm on the way out. He gives them strength like a wild ox. Watch this now. For there is no sorcery against Jacob. I submit to you, you do not have a generational curse, you have a generational blessing! Just sing an old songs. Said, "I am blessed. I am blessed every day that I live. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning or I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed, I am blessed. and I am in His pride. I am the offspring of Judah. Well, let me hear you roar." nor can there be any divination against Israel. We bind every principality. I don't know if you do, but I do. I bind every principality and every power. I bind the spirits of wickedness Spiritual wickedness in high places. You hear me, Columbus, Ohio? This is my city. You hear me, Elkhart, Indiana? That is my city. You will not overlord here. I break the power of divination. I break the power of sorcery. I break the power of cursing. I break the power of iniquity. I break the power of sex trafficking. I break the power of addiction. I break your power. Let me hear your roar, pride. it must be said of us who what the lord has done he healed my body he saved my mind He saved me just in time. Look what the Lord has done. Shove your neighbor and say, take a good long look at me. Look what the Lord has done. I should have been dead. I should have lost my mind. I should have lost everything I had. Let me hear you roar, pride. Here it is now. Been waiting all morning to get here. Look what the Lord has done. Touch those pews. Say, look what the Lord has done. Look at those television cameras. Look what the Lord has done. Elkhart, Indiana dance in that building. Say, look what the Lord has done. Touch your body and say, look what the Lord has done. Touch your mind and say, look what the Lord has done. Verse 24, look, a people rising like a lioness and lifts herself up like a lion. We're no longer crouching in fear. We're no longer laying at home watching on TV on Wednesday night. We were up nearly 400 people last Wednesday. Let's be up 800 this Wednesday. I thought I heard you roar. I see a church, glorious, garments washed white and glistening clean in the blood of the lion of the tribe of Judah he has made us one with him we are his pride and his joy we are his exceeding great reward we are the first fruits of his suffering it shall not lie down until on monday morning it shall not lie down at four o'clock on the sunday afternoon it shall not lie down do you know that this ministry that god raised up from nothing in the middle of a cornfield on right road this ministry the sun never sets 24 hours a day around the world on this gospel being preached from this pulpit 24 hours a day around the world to the world it shall not lie down We shall not lie down. I see a glorious church rising out of obscurity. They thought we were gone. They thought the likes of us would not be seen again in America or the world. Our response to you is, we're just getting up. We shall not lie down until we devour our prey and drink the blood of its slain. Here's good news. That devil... Is defeated. I'm finished. That devil is let God. freak you out next week. We are gonna talk about a lion pride next week. What does it mean to be in the pride of lions? You can be seated. Elder G, would you join me up here and give me some leaders, give me about 12 men and women. Get right here in the middle. Now you all stand back there, you all stand back there. The lion is the only member of the large cats that refuses to dwell alone. I don't need you. That refuses to fight alone. That refuses to hunt alone. That refuses to live alone fierce in the protection of their pride bringing down game as large as an African elephant and water buffalo known as the fiercest animal in the wild but never alone alone He's defeated, destroyed, broken, killed. We're going that way. We're going that way. Now come and get him. Now come and get him, 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 now come and get him. him. Stand up Chad, stand up Chad, because he's not one hiding, that's not what the pride does, the pride attacks. Let me hear you roar. Look at your neighbor and say, you're all right? I got you. We got you. Now let's go. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty! Blessed are they! Did you notice he did not say blessed are you when you hunger when you thirst after righteousness You shall be filled. That's not what he said. Blessed are they. I told you a week ago, I refuse ever again to hang out with people what ain't hungry. I refuse to hang out with so-called church goers who have no thirst, no hunger for souls, no thirst for the blood of our adversary. Nobody with a taste to destroy cancer and cast out devils and speak with new tongues. Nobody thirsty for a move of God. Nobody hungry for his present. Let me hear you roar. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I wanna invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day. And for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.